0: Welcome to your Catholic Daily News Briefing, a service of Catholic News Agency. Listen on your smart speaker or wherever you get podcasts. This is a special Catholic News Report on the elections that took place yesterday in the United States. Ohio voters overwhelmingly approved a ballot referendum that adds a new right to reproductive freedom, including abortion and contraception, to the state constitution. The amendment which will be effective 30 days after its adoption, adds a new section to the Ohio Bill of Rights in the Constitution, which guarantees that every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decision, including, but not limited to abortion. Although the amendment's language allows the state to impose some restrictions after fetal viability, the amendment does not establish a clear cutoff for when viability occurs. The Ohio Catholic Conference, which represents the state's bishops, strongly opposed the amendment. The No campaign also received financial backing from both the Knights of Columbus, a Catholic fraternal organization, and the Catholic Diocese of Columbus, Ohio. The gubernatorial races in Kentucky and Mississippi on Tuesday ended with two incumbent victories, one Democratic and the other Republican, with both states holding their respective status quos after much-watched and expensive campaigns. The elections were viewed by some as referendums on abortion, with pro-abortion lobbies investing big money to defeat pro-life candidates. And in Virginia, Democrats kept control of the state Senate and flipped the state House of Delegates on Tuesday in what will be a major blow to Republican government. Glenn Youngkin's efforts to pass legislation that would ban abortion at 15 weeks of pregnancy Democrats took slim majorities in both chambers of the legislature after winning a handful of competitive swing districts. An effort by Yunkin and legislative Republicans to pass a 15-week abortion ban was a key focus of the rhetoric from both Republican and Democratic candidates. Democrats sought to paint Republicans as a threat to abortion access and Republicans labeled Democrats as extreme on abortion. Democrats hailed the election victories as a defeat of Yunkin's proposed 15-week abortion ban. Now, on to other Catholic news. Pope Francis will publish an autobiography next year in which he recounts memories of historical events from the outbreak of World War II to the collapse of the Twin Towers. HarperCollins Publishers announced Tuesday that it will publish the Pope's book, Life, My Story Through History, in the spring of 2024 in the US, Europe, and Latin America. The book was co written by Vatican journalist Fabio marchese Ragona, who interviewed Pope Francis for Italian television specials in 2021 and 2022 and recently published a book in Italian about exorcists featuring anecdotes from the Pope. According to HarperCollins, the book will feature the Pope's recollections of the start of World War II, the Nazi campaign to exterminate the Jews, the atomic bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the collapse of the Twin Towers, the Great Economic Recession of 2008, the resignation of Benedict XVI, and the Covid-19 pandemic. Born in 1936 in Argentina, Pope Francis was only two years old when Nazi Germany invaded Poland, launching World War II, and eight years old when the atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. The Pope's book, which is not classified as a memoir, will also touch on current global issues, including abortion, racial discrimination, climate change, atomic weapons, war, and social inequalities. A new analysis of a study that claims to be the largest national survey of Catholic priests conducted in more than 50 years has found, among other things, that priests describing themselves as progressive are practically going extinct among U.S. seminary graduates, with the vast majority of young ordinands describing themselves as conservative and orthodox. The researchers assert that self-described liberal or progressive priests have all but disappeared from the youngest cohorts of priests and that priests describing themselves as conservative-slash-orthodox reached more than 80% among those ordained after 2020. More than half of the priests who were ordained since 2010 see themselves on the conservative side of the scale. No surveyed priests who were ordained after 2020 describe themselves as very progressive. The Vatican's Pediatric Hospital has offered to treat eight-month-old baby Indy Gregory after a British court ruled that she be removed from life support against her parents' wishes. Gregory, who was born in February, suffers from a rare degenerative mitochondrial disease and has been receiving life-sustaining treatment on a ventilator at the Queen's Medical Center in Nottingham, England. After England's high court ruled that it was in the child's best interests to be taken off life support, Gregory's parents appealed to take her to Rome for treatment, an appeal that was denied by a British judge over the weekend. The Italian government decided in an emergency meeting on Monday to grant the critically ill child Italian citizenship and to cover the cost of her medical treatment at the Vatican's Bambino Gesù Hospital. The Bambino Gesù Hospital has previously offered medical treatment to other critically ill children, including Alfie Evans in 2018 and Charlie Gard in 2017 both of whom were ultimately denied the chance to travel to Italy by UK courts and died days after being removed from life support. The Knights of Columbus reached a major milestone this month when they donated their 1 millionth coat through their Coats for Kids program on November 6. During an event held at Annunciation Catholic School in Denver, Supreme Knight Patrick Kelly took part in the distribution of nearly 1,000 new coats to underprivileged children in five Denver Catholic schools. The donation of coats was accompanied by a donation of $10,000 to each of the five schools involved. Since 2009 the Knights have provided high-quality, new winter coats to children in need, with coats being distributed in 49 U.S. states and all 10 Canadian provinces. Coats have also been distributed on U.S. military bases and Native American and First Nation reservations in the U.S. and Canada. Today, the church celebrates St. Godfrey of Amiens, a 12th-century bishop noted for his rigid austerity with himself, those around him, and in his approach to his mission as bishop. He was an enforcer of clerical celibacy. He was also a fierce lifelong opponent of drunkenness and simony, which led to an attempt on his life. For most of his time as bishop, he wished to resign and retire as a Carthusian monk. In 1114 he moved to a monastery. But a few months later his people demanded his return and he agreed. The church also celebrates Saint Elizabeth of the Trinity, who in her short life as a religious was a spiritual director for many and left a legacy of letters and retreat guides. Thanks for joining us. For more, visit catholicnewsagency.com.